Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to the Mind Poppers podcast. Sheeple, you're very welcome back. Um, a lot in the news at the moment. Um, did you guys see that Conor McGregor um, was called out for a fight by Jake Paul? Which I'm here for. I'm absolutely here for. I'll play the clip now that Jake put on his Instagram clip if you haven't heard it already. What the fuck is up, you Irish cunt? Good morning, Conor McGregor. I know you're probably beating up old dudes in a bar right now, or maybe you're jacking off because you're sick of fucking your wife. I mean, she's a four, Conor. You could do a lot better, but happy Monday. My team sent you a $50 million offer this morning. $50 million cash, proof of funds, the biggest fight offer you've ever been offered, but you're scared to fight me, Conor. You're ducking me because you don't want to lose to a fucking YouTuber. You're 0-1 as a boxer. I'm 2-0 and as a boxer. I just came off the eighth biggest pay-per-view event in history. But you want to fight Dustin Prober, who has less followers on Instagram than my fucking dog. That's a fact. And Dana White, you're a fucking pussy too, you ugly fucking bald bitch. <laughs> you said there's 0% chance of this fight happening, but there's 0% chance of you being some fucking pussy. Connor, you're scared. Dana, you're scared. Sign the fucking contract, you idiots. Jesus fucking Christ. Irish bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm there for it. To be honest, I'm absolutely there for it. Um, this the hello, you Irish cunts. <laughs> um, I quite like Jake Paul. Um, I mean, it's not that I particularly like him that much. Um. I mean, just Google, if you don't know who he is, just Google him while you're listening. Um, he's quite hot. He is quite hot. Um, but I just think it's so funny. It is so funny. And obviously this is coming on the back because his brother Logan Paul has set up for next year to fight um, Floyd, May- Floyd-, <laughs> Floyd Waymother. <laughs> Wait a second, wait a damn second. Let me put this shit on pause. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Um, I think I was just having a little stroke there because I was getting confused as well with George Floyd, you know, rest in power. Um, But it was just the two names. That is why I was like having that mini stroke. So his brother Logan, who is equally as hot, has arranged this, you know, big fight um, with Floyd Mayweather. Um, and now obviously Jake is trying to do the same and he's trying to antagonize McGregor. Um, but the thing is like the reason they're doing it is because there's so much money to be made in this, you know, so like already, you know, Jake's team are, are, you know, showing that they have the funds to put down the 50 million on the fight, you know, so if Conor McGregor jumps to this, then, you know, he, he, he's going to make money either way. Um, a lot of people are kind of like shocked and like kind of like how dare Jake Paul you know um go for McGregor like this but I mean do we really care because I mean we know that McGregor is a piece of shit you know we know that he's not a good person at all I mean not even close to a good person um and you know what neither are the Paul brothers they're they're also you know garbage people um so I would I think it's a match made in heaven I would I would love to see this go I mean to be honest I'd love to see McGregor get his fucking face smashed you know and a lot of people as well are giving out that um that um in his video Jake Paul called um Connor's wife D is it D Devlin called her a four and said Connor you're not having sex with your or you're too busy jacking it off or whatever because you're not having sex with your wife because she's a four he could do better and then everyone is kind of like jumping to Conor McGregor's defense. Being like, oh my God, how dare he like 
disrespect um, McGregor's wife like that. Wasn't it only a couple of months ago when Conor McGregor called someone's wife a towel? <laughs> Which is, I guess, racist because I think he was like referring to the whole burka, the whole get up, like. Um, but which is racist for sure I mean look was it a little funny sure a little funny I mean it was just like because no one was expecting it just came from a real lefty like a towel like no one was expecting that um, so I mean like it's not like McGregor is being like massively disrespected here like McGregor has probably just met his match of someone who can be equally disrespectful um, and I would honestly, I'd love to see that. I'm a big fan of that. I really hope this whole Jake Paul, Conor McGregor thing comes together. I would love to see the two of them go at it. It's actually very hard for me to watch MMA. Um, I don't know, there's just something about like that kind of like that blunt physical, like bare knuckle violence that kind of not repulses me per se, but it definitely, I don't know, kind of does something to me. I'm like, ooh, like, ooh. Um, and you know what, I just, because I'm not much of a fighter, like, I've been in fights, I can defend myself, but that kind of, like, bare knuckle, like, straight at it, like, I don't know, I mean, I just don't know that I could do MMA, you know, at least, I mean, I'd have to see all the categories that were in MMA first, I guess, before I completely said no to it, like, if there was, like, I presume they have like say an under 18s MMA and then I presume there's age groups as well as weight categories there was like an under 8 years old MMA I could definitely go and fuck some of them up I think um, and I guess I would probably like to start in the children's category um, and then work my way up you know I'd rather I guess compete by age category than I would by weight category straight away just to get a taste for it because I know that I could fuck up some kids um so maybe look it's something I guess I look into in the new year I mean in saying that I did do taekwondo when I was younger um which I have to say if you are have any kids in taekwondo it is just the biggest load of shit ever I mean I don't know how that is qualified as self-defense they were training on patterns patterns which is which was basically a glorified dance routine which I don't know I, I I can still remember those patterns and not once have I ever have they ever sprung to mind as any form of defense mechanism um taekwondo was just the biggest load of of shite ever and I guess going back to um, <clears throat> this whole outrage about, um, what's his name, Jake Paul, like, speaking on Conor McGregor's wife. I mean, I don't understand where this whole outrage comes from because, like, surely the, the obvious thing here is that the, the person who was, I imagine, probably disrespected Conor McGregor's wife the most has to be Conor McGregor, you know, I mean, he's a definitely, you know, on, he's definitely on, like, sniff and the drink, I mean, and look, and I don't judge him at all, if I had that money, I'd be right there with him, you know, but he obviously has a taste for whiskey, <clears throat> he's a taste for blow, he's a fucking MMA fighter, so you already know the cunt is aggressive, he's baiting up random old men in pubs because he can, um, like, I'm sure that, and he's de I mean, look, he's obviously, he's definitely fucking girls, like, left, right, and center, you know, when he's out of the country, when he's not out of the country, I mean, I think a lot of us heard about that, I guess, I'll, I'll choose my words carefully, that potential case that would have likely have been gone to trial, but it just happened to get swept under the rug before the newspapers picked it off of you know someone alleging something about conor mcgregor and i don't know i guess maybe there was some sort of settlement or or whatever went down i don't know what i know that it never ended up making it to the papers and it sure as hell didn't end up making it to the courts um so i mean look no one is disrespecting d devlin more than conor mcgregor so i'm sure she'll sleep easy you know 
just because some blonde twink over in California said that she's a four. Um, but the funniest thing, I guess, about it all, the, the boldest thing, and it's, you know, it's just a move that I respect, is that after, you know, Jake Paul put up this video, Colin McGregor out for this fight or whatever, um, was that um, the only, if you go onto Jake Paul's Twitter, the only person he follows on Twitter is Conor McGregor's wife. <laughs> that is so, that is just a certain level of petty, which I have no choice but to admire because there's a hint of genius in it. And, and again, like, I think Jake Paul is far more intelligent than Conor McGregor because Jake Paul, while yes, he does act, he has this, you know, like a similar kind of, I guess you call it energy, similar to McGregor. I feel like the two brothers, Logan and Jake, it comes from a much more intelligent place because they've built massive careers on this behavior for themselves. And, you know, a lot of people say that, like, when the cameras aren't rolling, that's not really how they act. They're actually, you know, intelligent businessmen trying to build as much of an empire as they can. And they're doing that through the medium of being, you know, fucking idiots, sure. But then I, I, I truly believe that McGregor is probably more, you know on that spectrum of actually being a fucking idiot and has just happened to profit off that, you know? Um, But whatever, I digress. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Um, I guess moving on to the scamdemic. (laughs) Um, Country's opened up right now and it was my kind of first time going out um, you with these eased up restrictions, especially around Christmas, and I have to say there was a great atmosphere around the place. But you can tell that people are done with the with the pandemic with with con job nineteen. <laughs> um, you know, I sound like an anti vaxxer um, and I'll get to that later. I'm not necessarily an anti vaxxer but um, okay, I'm gonna just do it now. I'm not an anti vaxxer I guess on paper. But at the same time, I mean, I've said this many, many times before, but at the same time, I don't trust, I mean, I don't trust it for sure. Why am I trusting the government who has proven time and time and time and time again that it does not have the people's best interests at heart? Instead, it's just greed. And, and you know, I just don't like the situation that we find ourselves in where really like all these world governments the world powers orders whatever the powers that be have this opportunity to stick everybody you know at like at the same time like literally everyone on the planet of course I don't trust that I don't trust that at all I'm very skeptical you know um and people can like be like oh well you're you're a fucking lunatic or whatever I mean sure you can call me that but at the same time, I mean, like, all you have to do is just look at this string and string of, of just endless corruption and greed throughout all world governments. Um, so it's not that I am a paranoid person per se. I feel like I have been given just cause to be untrusting towards these people, you know, but enough about that anyway. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll see what happens, you know, closer to the day. Um, but anyway, a great atmosphere in town. You can tell that people are over the virus. They're so over. People were just delighted to be like out and about. There was people doing their Christmas shopping. There was people drinking on the street. It was incredible. The true spirit of Christmas and um, these takeaway pints or whatever. But like I said, people are done with the virus. I was queuing up to get, excuse me. Oh. I was queuing up to get a mulled wine and this fellow was walking past with his buddy and he was like, ah, COVID-19, COVID-19, my fucking hole. Come here, you can fall off a fucking roof and they tell you that you died of the COVID-19. <laughs> I was like, oh, you see, and you know, people are sick of it. Like, it, it's too, it's been, it's just too ineffective, all right? It is too ineffective. We've been locked down for too long, have seen no significant improvements. People are done with it, you know? We're done with it. Um, and then we ran into, um, I guess, you know, Gemma or Dorothy, you know, that idiot. 
Um, no, I I mean, look, she could walk past me in the street, and and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know her. I wouldn't even be able to pick her out of a crowd. You know, I don't know her that much. Um, but you know, she's this like she's like you know anti vasker anti max, anti immigration, really anti everything progressive. It seems. Um, but she was there anyway. Um, outside and they were actually now I mean look I had really little um, I guess awareness of time because it, it was dark and I was so drunk and I was out in the street um, and she was there holding like a sign and there was actually a couple of them I guess they were doing some sort of like anti-vaxxer protest on the street um, so like they had the big signs and then the megaphones and they were like RTE is the virus RTE is the virus I'm a sucker for for a chant you know so I was there in the middle like RTE is the virus but and you know what I, I don't think there's anything to do with being you know pro-vax anti-vax I mean RTE I mean let's be realistically you know is probably a fucking virus you know um, and like I said I'm a sucker for a good chant um, so I was just getting carried away with myself, like, RTE is the virus, RTE is the va- bam, do you know? It was, oh, I don't know, there was, it's something about a group, any kind of mob, you know, situation, I'm very easily dragged into. Um, so then I was kind of like having the fear the next day when I woke up, I was like, oh my God, I was like, the last thing now I need with this fear that I already have is for some cunt to spot me on one on Gemma Doherty stories being like why is Adam O'Reilly an anti-vax parade <laughs> screaming RTE is a virus standing in front of this like um, big like neon sign that said vaccines cause paralysis um or as like two if I'm if there's some fucking news station or whatever down covering this and again me then in the middle of this crowd being like RTE is a virus, you know? Uh, so that did not help. That did not help at all. Um, But they were there, you know? They were there. They, I was drunk. Um, Like, we won't get into it. Obviously, I don't... I support... I mean, their right to free speech, I guess. You know? It wouldn't be me. Um... I'm just kind of under the impression or I guess under the opinion that if you don't want to get a vaccine, then, then don't get it, I guess. And if you do, do. Um, and I, I know people are very passionate about this, um, but I don't care all that much right now. Look, again, we'll talk about it more um, when, when that comes closer to the horizon. Um, but then, you know, I, I, it is true what they say as well. It is true what they were saying that the drunker people get, that just the restrictions do. I mean, I don't guess they, they don't go fully out the window, but you're definitely like they're definitely after taking a back seat. Do you know, like even like me walking through town, you know, I mean, I wasn't wearing a mask, even though it was crowded, but I was street drinking, you know, so you see the, the dilemma there. I, and I'm not being one of those simps that are putting a fucking straws up their mask. I'm not doing that. I was out drinking, out in, in the fresh air. Um, now, what I will say is I was obviously puffing on, puff, puffing on the vape, like I always am, so there's pummels of smoke going down Patrick Street. And I guess what I, what I didn't think about is, like, does that, like, vape smoke? Because there was a lot of it. Like, it looked like there was a fire. Does that vape smoke then go into other people's lungs? And, like, does that... Does the vape smoke, like, help carry potential coronavirus or whatever, you know? I don't know. I mean, look, at the thought of it wasn't enough to get me to stop smoking in public. I mean, God, that's, you know, our rights as a republic, as a free people. When they tell us that we can't smoke in fucking public, it's over for us, you know? It's over for us. And it's happened in some countries, you know, where you can't be walking down the street and smoking a cigarette not in Ireland, you know, that would really be, the Brits might as well have just took, taken over the rest of the place, if that's going to be the case, if we're going to bend the knee, not even be able to puff a fucking fag walking down the road, you know, not me, not, that is where I draw the line, um, now I don't know, I guess maybe I, I look into it and see if this whole vape, this whole vape scenario, if that's cut, cut, 
carrying the virus or not. But in the same way, it's like, you know, in the same way, I guess, then a fart along that theory could carry the virus, you know, because when you fart and somebody else smells it, then the science behind that is, is if I smell your fart, then that is because shit particles from your asshole have left your asshole and have made it across the room into my nostrils and my, like, I guess, nose receptors, my brain receptors that process smell. So your, the, the, the fucking fecal matter from your arsehole that you just blew out into the atmosphere is currently inside of me. That's what a fart is, you know, just in case you didn't know. That's what a smell is, is someone else's shit particles going into your fucking nose. So I guess by that logic, if we were to say, like, no smoking in public, and what about the farters, you know? Um, and again, I don't know the vid- the validity, the val, it, oh my God. Um, maybe I do have the fucking virus. I don't know the validity, you know, if this, if a coronavirus can travel via fart, you know? Okay, guys, I actually just um, brought it up on my phone there. It was, it was, is the first thing that came up, and this is on healthline.com in regards to this whole like secondhand smoke and the coronavirus. You know, does it, does it make any, any difference? Um, and it said experts say secondhand smoke from cigarettes as well as e cigarettes can transmit the novel coronavirus farther than usual. Um, they add that people aren't wearing masks while they're vaping and smoking, obviously, idiots. Um, Secondhand smoke has always been a killer, but COVID-19 has made exposure to tobacco smoke potentially deadlier. An exhaled e-cigarette vapor may be even more dangerous. Experts say both cigarette and e-cigarette smoke can transport the novel coronavirus, which travels from person to person on microscopic droplets of water vapor exhaled from the lungs. When a vaping cloud is exhaled, it contains an enormous amount of particles. Um, That's Lauren Wald, PhD, um, an expert in airborne particle matter and and director of biomedical research in the College of Nursing and, and an associate professor in the Colleges of Nursing and Medicine at The Ohio State University. Um, Okay, flex. Um, I think PhD would have done. Um, what we don't know is how far that the particles can go. We know that the virus can attach to particles and can travel three, four or five times farther than they would simply be being in the air. Um, Sam. (laughs) Oh, that is pretty condemning. That is pretty condemning. Um, because like I said, you guys, like I was, I was on the streets for that entire day sending, oh my God, it was like, I was like the little engine that could chugging around Cork City, you know, blasting, blasting pummels of smoke into the air, you know, it was a nice cold evening as well. So the smoke was thick in the air. Like it was like, we were like back in the industrial revolution, you know, I'd like practically had the city turn into a fucking coal mine. Uh, oh my god, all the people. I mean, now, I guess this is only bad if I have the coronavirus, you know? If I'm blowing smoke into these bitches' faces and I'm not carrying the virus, then I guess I'm okay, I'm okay. I have no blood on my hands. Hmm. But I, I guess I just didn't think about it. I didn't think that me blowing out more smoke, I guess, w- would send the, the thing any further. Because I guess, you know what I was thinking was right it's just the air that I'm blowing out and I was like it's probably not any more air than I'm blowing out you know you know more than normal but it's just I just thought that just with a vape you could actually see I guess the air that comes out um so oh my god and I oh my god there was children in that fog there was children there was young there was old I didn't know I didn't know a damn thing um, and I was not only vaping, I was also smoking cigarettes, you know? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quite a, quite a few, quite a few. And like I said, the town was packed. So, I mean, like, where was I supposed to blow that smoke? Well, I feel terrible now, you know, finding. I mean, you never think that the fucking that the person spreading it is going to be you. But there I was in town, I guess, this weekend, like Mr. Fucking Super Spreader, you know? Mm. I mean, look, don't judge me. Obviously, it was not intentional. Um... Oh, but again, I'm, what now are we not out smoking the fucking streets anymore? Uh, well, no, look, I guess everyone that had their masks was probably fine. Um, now, I did also vape in a taxi once. Um, if I'm being like totally transparent. Yes, I did vape in the taxi. But again, I didn't think that the vape particles were, were, were carrying this coronavirus any further. Do you know? I didn't think that the the, the that the particles, the droplets, whatever, were, were like, you know, jumping on this fucking fog for a free ride, motherfuckers, you know? Like, I was coming back from that city and I had a taxi fogged all the ways fuck out, you know? As in, like, that driver could barely see out the windows. That car was so fucking fogged. Um... Like, we were like Snoop Dogg coming down the dual carriageway. You know, pummels. Again, pummels of smoke coming out those windows. Um, again, who who was I to know? You know, I know now. Um, oh, my God. All the lot. I mean, no. I didn't kill anybody. Did I? Oh, my God. No, no, no. Because I, I'm not sick myself. <laughs> no, that is terrible. That is... I mean, how was I supposed to know... How was I supposed to know? So, no, I can't beat myself up. I forgive him. I forgive myself. Um, but again, like, I from now on, because I'm going out again next weekend, um, I guess I'll smoke upwards, you know? I'll try to, like, lift the neck back and just blow the smoke up as high as I can and just hope that it gets sucked up a little. And I'm definitely going to, well, I mean, I mean, look, if I'm being honest, I was smoking in the fucking restaurants as well and not even in some like dive bar I was like puffing on that vape you know sitting down at the restaurant and then blowing the smoke down my top you know so the smoke doesn't go everywhere um you know because like obviously you're not a vape inside you know as a general rule of thumb like smoking like it's like considered d class a um so I usually would just pull on the vape and blow it down my top and then like it's the smoke be like coming out my sleeves and everything you know I'm like someone in like you know, a fucking music video. Um, like people just look over at me and they're like, oh my God, she's fogging. <laughs> like there is literal smoke coming out from his shoes. <laughs> um, well, I guess no more, you know, I guess that's the end of me smoking inside, you know, for the sake of others, I guess. Um, take one for the team, even though I feel like I've already sacrificed a fucking knoff this year. Okay, one more confession. And before we move on, like whenever I'm vaping as well, like I always will be just, I'll always blow the smoke into my friends' faces. Do you know? Like there'll be big conversation and I will just blow into their faces. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, gotcha. Um, I understand now from reading that article that I probably shouldn't be blowing anything in anyone's faces. You know, I will do better. But at the, at the same time as well, if, I, if I'm spending the whole night with these people, I'm like, we're going to be in close quarters for more than 15 minutes. Then what difference does it make if I'm blowing vape smoke into their face, you know? Um, so I guess we'll see. Okay, and before you guys judge me on any of that, before any of you guys go and rat on me to Claire um, Balding about this, 
I just did some more reading and people are saying that yes, fecal matter can contain COVID-19. Fecal matter obviously is the shit particles that comes out of your arsehole when you fart. Um, So don't be sitting there and judging me, okay? Don't sit there and be judging me and while at the same time acting like it's fucking soda water coming out of your hole because it ain't you know that's a little booty blaster of COVID-19 so before you judge me on any of that how many times you know have you farted in public okay how many times have you held your partner's head under the covers and went dutch oven you know um how many times have you farted in a room not owned up to it um how many times have you farted on a on a public transport seat and then walked away okay leaving your crusty shitty covid germs on that seat okay so before you judge me for my vaping and my smoking um you want to take a good look at yourself okay and you better make sure before you judge me that you have the cleanest unsmelliest corked up hole ever okay because we have all been playing a part in the spreading of this virus. So I don't want that all to come down on me. Okay? And don't tell Claire. Something else in the news that I just thought was... I just thought was funny. thought it was just too funny. Was um, Chris Pratt. You know Chris Pratt. Um, well, basically, I guess he was in some controversy. Like, this year and, like, a couple of years before... <clears throat> Because he's like, I guess, like super Christian and he's part of like, I think, is it like the Hillside Church in uh, California, which is, I guess, meant to have this reputation of being like um, a very strict church, kind of very LGBT kind of vibes. And he's been called out in it before, but he hasn't made any statements Um, and whatever about that. I mean, first of all, just a few thoughts on Chris Pratt. Um, do I like him outside of all of this? No, not at all. I really don't. Um, why anybody thought to make that goofy bastard a superhero? I don't know. To me, Chris Pratt has always just been of a being a bit of a fucking goober. Um, like I'm not <clears throat> not a fan at all. I do not think he is clever. I do not think he is fly or handsome. I think somebody lied to him several times um and i I just i in jurassic park like a way to ruin jurassic park i really don't like him i mean of all the chrises you have you have chris pine chris evans chris hemsworth and you decide to make fucking chris what's his name chris pratt no i i I just i i do not like him um I just don't think he's funny I do not think he's funny as in I I, I don't I never really have time for one of these actors who like build their career on playing this like stereotypical idiot you know and not even playing one of these like attractive idiots this, this is like a, a mediocre I mean like an, an LA4 an LA5 um just an idiot um and the humor is never really there there's no wit about any of it um now unlike say Seth Rogen who plays a similar role but Seth Rogen is fucking funny Seth Rogen is a writer okay Seth Rogen is a producer Seth Rogen is a director um so I wouldn't compare the two um but I guess the funny thing in the news right now is that so obviously Chris Pratt plays, you know, his character like the Star Lord or whatever in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy is um is you've all probably seen the movie or at least you've heard of it, but they make that movie. It's based off like an ongoing comic, you know, you know the way like Game of Thrones was, you know, based off a a book that's still being written, whatever. So I guess in the latest installment of this comic you know, which I think we're presuming that like eventually the movie franchise would, you know, catch up to the written story. I think that's that's how they do it. Um, but I just found out then that the that Chris, I guess, the, so the Star-Lord, so the character, um, is like in a 12-year long relationship now with, in a polyamorous relationship with like this chick and like this big black dude. 
So I guess the, the character of Chris Pratt is going it is is bisexual, I guess, at least in the um, at least uh, in the comics. So now everyone is reporting that his character is, you know, like they're by right, I guess they're saying that they should also write that into the movies, you know, if they want to stay true to the comics. And I just thought it was the funniest shit ever, you know, that you have Chris Pratt, who is like, you know, I guess belongs to this like or anti-LGBT church or whatever or whatever look I don't know the guy I don't know his beliefs but I just thought of him waking up this morning um and then reading that he was going to be bisexual (laughs) you love to see it you love to see it but look and look this may sound narrow-minded of me okay but for me, when I see these celebrities and, you know, they're big church people and they talk about their church a lot, you know, in these interviews, like, oh, yeah, like I go to my, my church. This is my church. I, I presume, OK, that they're going to be bigoted in some way. I presume that, you know, they're probably going to be, you know, misogynistic in some way. I presume that they're probably going to be on a lower vibration in some way and I guess probably racist and look you can say that that is a big massive sweeping statement for me and, and maybe unfairly so but for me this kind of whole bible bashing church going folk okay not everybody of course but look this is what I'm just saying um like it, it kind of rings the same to me as someone who is like has the confederate flag you know in the united states like flying out on their lawn or you know they're wearing the confederate flag somehow or whatever and when you see the confederate flag i mean i think it's a fair assumption you're like right this person is probably a bigot it's probably a racist or at least has you know some views that fall under that and i kind of feel the same way for church folk you know and it's not like i'm anti Christian or anything like that you know I'm not trying to be you know shitting on anyone's religion you know I mean look how many times do I say it I say religion is evil and that you don't need um an institution to help you get in touch with a higher power okay you don't need to base your belief system on an organized structure of corruption let me just say that so I'm not shitting on that but I I'm just have to say look maybe it's one of my flaws when I hear about a celebrity and they're like, like with Justin Bieber and Hayley Baldwin, when I hear them go on about God or, you know, tweet a proverb, I'm like, yeah, they hate, they probably hate gay people and lesbians. You know, is that, that I mean, look, that's probably very narrow-minded of me. Okay, it probably is. But, you know, I still, I still probably think that way. I'm again, it's not even just hey, gays and lesbians. I mean, don't forget about the trans, you know? Like, Chris Pratt going to, he's talking about his church. Would, like, I would assume, I can just only assume that he is, like, against all those things, you know? Or at least not against, but at least biased to them in some way. Um, but on to another piece of shit. <laughs> Have you guys heard about Shia LaBeouf? Um, you remember Shia LaBeouf from Even Stevens from the Transformers movie with Megan Fox? Well, FKA Twigs is like taking his ass to court um, for, for abuse, I guess, for like domestic abuse and, and sexual abuse and I think physical abuse. Um, and I guess the contents of these accusations are pretty much wild. I mean, look, and he's already owned up to a lot of it. I think he put out a statement um, kind of along the lines of basically saying that while not everything, you know, that of oh, that is being accused of me is true. I have abused the people I love and the people in my life for, for quite some time. And now I'm in like a 12 step program or whatever. Um but I do think that he is pretty he pretty fucked up. I, I look into the case and I see um I, I read some things out to you of what what I guess what they're accusing him of. I guess before we go into like what he's actually being accused of, like he had a crazy childhood. Um which, you know, because everyone obviously who's fucked up has a backstory. Um 
His dad was meant to be being very physically and emotionally abusive to him. His dad was like a war vet. So I think he'd served like three terms in Vietnam or something like that. So his dad used to beat the shit out of him. Um, his dad was also addicted to drugs. I think his dad was like conv- possibly convicted, at least accused of a rape charge. Um his dad also was a hot dog salesman and a rodeo clown. I mean, <laughs> of course, any child of this fucking sociopathic hot dog selling pervert clown. Of course, they're going to grow up fucked up Um, as well. Shia, I think, like he told stories about like, how he's like watched his mother get raped, how his father like held him at gunpoint during like a PTSD flashback. Um, and I guess Shia took it upon himself like to protect his mother when they were growing up. They grew up like, I guess, very poor. Um, Shia like protecting his mother, like pulled a knife on a neighbor who insulted his mother one time. Like it seems to be uh like i mean it's fucked up there is a history there which is confusing to me because i mean he seems you know fairly young when he was on that show even stevens you know so this guy went into i guess childhood fame with this whole like platter full of already of just such trauma he also tells a story about how his father back in the old disney days when he was a kid, like, attacks him, like, a gay Disney executive because they were giving Shia, like, a congratulatory hug. Like, <laughs> like it's fucked up. It is fucked up. I wonder, did his father go to the same uh, church as Chris Pratt? <laughs> of the accusations that FKA Twigs, who I guess is this, like, alternative type singer. Apparently, she's meant to be very good. I never listened to a single one of her records. Um, but basically, she's saying that, like I said, he's abusive physically and emotionally. Um, she was saying basically that um, he was he had choked her out. He had assaulted her at a gas station. He'd locked her into a room and gave her an STI on purpose. I mean, that is fucked up. When you give someone an STI on purpose, like that person is unhinged. Um, she said as well that he had or that he demanded that she sleep naked and kiss and touch him a certain amount of times daily and she also said that she'd be like afraid going to the bathroom at night because he used to keep a gun on his dresser um it's all fucked up so I guess she's suing him now in the public court and I think she said something that a large I guess if she gets money off him, I mean, and it probably won't even go to court. It will probably be settled outside of court because, like I said, he already kind of basically kind of admitted to it. While he did dispute some things that were said, he basically did admit to abuse. Um, and she said that the money, I guess, from this, you know, if it goes there she'll donate like a very large large amount of the proceeds to like I guess different charities involved in domestic abuse um and then Sia came out and was like saying that she too had been like a victim of Shia LaBeouf and if you remember they worked together on the Elastic Heart music video which was Shia LaBeouf and Maddie Ziegler in those like two nude like underwear like I don't know I mean that was fucking weird that was fucking weird like you remember that video there's a lot of controversy around that when that came out because Maddie Ziegler must have been like 13 um Sia said that she that Shia is a pathological liar and that he conned her into a relationship even she, she, he conned her into an adulterous relationship so he was already seeing someone um and then he conned her into a, so again like i don't know if that's classified as abuse you know um but look they all got they all had a lot to say 
Um, and it looks like he's not really denying any of this. Um, and I guess the whole thing is, I mean, people would issue, I mean, the saddest thing for me about this is that Shia LaBeouf wasn't able to, I guess, break the pattern of abuse in his life. You know, he wasn't able to break that pattern. You know, at the end of the day, he is like a product of his environment. He's had a very fucked up childhood. Um, so I guess it's no surprise that he is, you know, the way he is. I mean, I, I'm surprised to the extent of, you know, how crazy he is. Um, I do, I mean, I feel that, I mean, look, no one wants to see the cycle of abuse be continued. Of course, we all feel bad for FKA Twigs and what other partners you know he may have abused throughout the years I always think it's interesting though when two people stay together through abuse you know because FKA Twigs like wrote that you know that at any time she could have you know left Shia LaBeouf and you know like flown business class over to her townhouse in London or whatever um, but I guess, you know, she said it was a whole thing about like the way he, you know, had controlled her and, you know, whether that affects people's minds or whatever. I don't know. I'm not an expert in domestic abuse. But I guess the interesting thing is, is, you know, how two broken people attract each other like that, you know, um, you know, how two people's demons will attract each other in these types of um relationships where there is some level of abuse i'm not saying that you know that the person being abused is like in in the wrong absolutely they're not in the wrong the person they're the person being abused but i do think that people stay in these kind of relationships because just you know their demons i guess complement each other in in some way where someone feels almost like they they should be abused and then you have the person, the abuser who feels like they should abuse and, you know, people who are just broken on the inside and in a lot of pain, these demons just cling on to each other and these relationships go on for years. Um, and I mean, it's hard to get out of those things. I can imagine. I mean, look, I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't know. FK Twigs. I don't know her trauma, her past trauma or his, except for what's reported in the fucking Daily Mail. Um, but he seems to have owned up to it all, you know, he's not really kind of hiding anything, um, I mean, I, I don't even know how much Shia LaBeouf is worth in terms of money, like, how much can these people expect to get out of him, I don't know, um, but it's a pity, because I liked him, you know, I liked him in Even Stevens, that was a good show, um but I mean again like of course if your father is a fucking molesting rodeo clown hot dog selling you know former Viet Vietnam vet I mean god like do you really stand a fucking chance and not to not to make light of this <clears throat> but there's something so hot to me um about the whole the loaded gun being left on the bedside which I understand obviously it's abuse I mean that person is fucked up um but I guess maybe that speaks to something fucked up in me you know the thought of like me being in bed and someone is like sleeping with the fucking gun with a gun like what the fuck is that that is it's that kind of toxicity um that oh my god that like caused to me like a moth to a flame you know as in like my first reaction to hearing has the has the gun on the bedside table is oh my god I'm freaked but I'm also super turned on you know and look don't come at me and say oh my god that's terrible I'm just saying what my brain it, that's the first reaction like a motherfucker got a gun on the bedside table that is very erotic to me. Again, fully aware that it's, you know, also like, you know, psychotic. Um, and that no one should be in that position where the person that they're fucking, 
you know, has a gun on the bedside table, at least, you know, not have a gun on the bedside table for, for the purpose of, you know, um, antagonizing and threatening their partner. Um, but God, what can I say? Call me fucked up. You know, I'll talk about it, you know, in my next better help therapy session. But that is quite erotic to me. That is quite erotic to me. Um, and look, I'm glad FK, I'm glad FKA Twigs got out. I'm glad she got out. Um, but you see, I could find myself. I could. I'd be. I could be the person you know who would find myself stuck in one of these relationships, um, because there is something about aggression that is very hot to me, like so hot. You know, something about fucked up people are just a major turn on for me. And I'm not sure maybe because it's toxic people, you know, gravitate towards toxic people for sure. You know, maybe in a couple, you know, more years in therapy, I won't find the fucking, the mad gun wielding cunt as attractive as I do. Um... But that ain't today, you know. <laughs> Again, I'm not making light of this. Okay, I'm talking on, on me now. I'm talking on me. I see a certain attraction in that, which I know ain't healthy. But I feel it in my waters. And I don't know why why I am that way. Why, why I'm so fucked up in that terms of attraction. Why things that like would typically, you know, repulse me on, on a on a surface level, like deep down, I find quite erotic, you know, like put a little blonde bitch in a fucking Donald Trump MAGA hat, on the surface, I'm like, okay, you're probably a racist, and you're probably, you know, all round terrible, but why do I want to fuck you so bad, you know, what is so fundamentally broken in me that I want to fuck you so bad, you know, I mean, that's terrible, I know, I know, you know, don't try and come for me and be like, Adam, that's fucked up, I'm fully aware that that's fucked up, um, but yeah, I'm like, can you keep your MAGA hat on while we fuck, (laughs) um, and on that note, um, we're going to leave it there, until next time, I am Adam O'Reilly and you have been listening to the Mind Poppers podcast. I want to say, you know, finish off and say stay woke. Um, but I feel like I've had a lot of transgressions this episode. I'm not sure I've been operating on a, on a fully woke level. Um, so keep on keeping on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.